A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. It's Friday, I'm Rob Shooter. On Friday, every Friday, our friend Corey Andrew joins us from instinctmagazine.com. Corey, are you there? Of course I'm here. Hello, happy Friday, everyone. Hello, darling. I always say it, not because I doubt you, I doubt the technology, or really, myself doing the technology, Mm. let's be clear. (laughs) The technology always works. It's me that's the problem. (laughs) I'm always thrilled when we pull it off. Corey, I joined Clubhouse, this new app, panel discussions. Mm. I've been on it for a couple of days and I'm getting used to it. I can't say I love it. Not yet. I can't say I hate it, (laughs) but I put my toe into the pond. What about yourself? Are you on it yet, Corey? No, I did get a friend who emailed me about it. Hey, are you on Clubhouse? And I was like, what is that? So I guess I better get up (laughs) on it so I can stay a, become a, I can maintain my position as a purveyor of entertainment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm a nosy person. I say that every show, you know it by now. Mm. So I was a little bit nosy to see how it works, but I'm one of those people. I like to be invited to the party and then I might not go. Yeah. <laughs> but getting the invite is everything. everything. Like everything. Yes, and yes. I always regret it. Like it's when we haven't done it for a year, half weeks, we haven't been going out of our homes. But I love being invited out for drinks or dinners or, or parties. Mm-hmm. And then the night of the event, I'm like, ooh. I have to wash my hair, hair, darling. I can't do make I have it. To go? I always do go. <laughs> I do go. But I was always like, ooh. Yeah. Oh, it's so silly. It's the invite that I like. <laughs> so we're on Clubhouse under my name. Rob Shooter, if you've joined, pop on and um, let's chat away. Hey, Corey, do you know what time it is? It is tea time. 
It makes me laugh. It does make me laugh. <laughs> people, I bump into people on the street mm. who have started to scream tea time oh, at wow, me when I walk Oh, wow, that's great. Past. I know, it is great, but it startled me at first. <laughs> I was like, oh, hello. So it is tea time, which means it's the time of the show where we give you all the dish exclusive mm. right at the top of the show. Yes. So Prince William and the royals, the palace, are not going to get an advanced copy of Meghan and Harry's big tell-all with Oprah. Ooh. So Oprah's primetime in interview with the couple it's like a state secret sources are telling me it's been kept almost in a digital log box oh. to make sure no unauthorized leaks yeah. leak out to anybody including the palace mm. sources tell me the following quote i think this 90 minutes of footage is a top national secret mm. the way everybody is behaving wow. everybody involved in the production has had to sign a non-disclosure agreement and i'm told that less than five people less than five people will get to see this final interview before it airs oh. in fact people tell me harry and megan will not get approval. They won't see the final copy. Well, we know one will be Oprah, the president, the big boss of CBS will see it. Mm -hmm. Gail will see it. Of course. (laughs) Gail's going to see it. Of course. And two others. What do you think about this? Are you surprised it's such a big top secret? You know, the best part about this is that they are not going to let Meghan and Harry see it because that's really rare. And, you know, because if they had a chance to see it, they could put the kibosh on so many things uh, in the final stages. So I love love that part. They just got to deal with whatever airs and deal with it. So I think that's pretty interesting. Yeah. In my PR days, I've been involved in a couple of these primetime special. Nothing as big as this is going to be. Mm. But I was sort of involved in the Monica Lewinsky sit down with Barbara Walters. Monica was a a client of the agency where I worked. And I was an intern there. So, you know, I wasn't really involved in the decision making. But I was around it. She did not get approval. When J-Lo did her big sit down with Ben Affleck, I was working with Jennifer at the time. She didn't get approval either from NBC. In fact, celebrities don't get as much approval as you think. When you do the cover of Vogue, nobody gets approval. It's Anna Winter's final decision. Mm. She's the editor-in-chief. So this does sound surprising, but actually it is not. Remember that legendary interview that Oprah did with Michael Jackson from Neverland? Mm. Millions and millions. Michael did not get approval of that either. I know. Do you think they should send a copy to the Queen? Like, just out of respect, should they do it? This is what insiders are telling me. The Queen will not see it, and there's a little bit of unease in the palace. Not necessarily because they think they can change it. No one's telling Oprah to edit. Mm. But... They just want to be prepared. So if Harry and Meghan say something explosive, which they could do, the palace want to have the press statement aware. As a former publicist, I liked it when I had a heads up. Mm -hmm. Not so I could actually change what was happening, but I could react to it. So for instance, when I was working with Jessica Simpson, she was going to get divorced from Nick Lachey. Mm. She knew it. Everybody knew it. It was very clear. But I remember saying to Jess, please give me the heads up. Don't Mm. just wake up one morning and scream at Nick and throw, I don't know, a a, a tuna at him. Yeah, some (laughs) shoes at him uh, uh, and leave. You've got to give me a heads up so I can get a press release ready out to the media. And she did do so. The morning that she left, she called me. Mm. I remember exactly where I was and the press release was ready to go. So this brings us to our... A poll question of the day. The Royals, Prince William, will not get an advanced copy of Meghan and Harry's tell-all with Oprah. Should they? Should they? Should William get a copy? Yes or no? 
Go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back on Monday to hear your results. Corey Love, what are you working on? Yes, well, Kanye West is not doing well amid the Kardashian split. Mm. So, yeah, amid their silence, people report that Kanye is not doing well at the moment. He's anxious and very sad. A source close to the former couple told the outlet that he knows the marriage is over and there's nothing that can be done right now, but he also knows what he's losing in Kim. So while it's not clear at the moment what exactly caused the split, another insider told people that Kim and Kanye are just not on the same page when it comes to their future as a family. You know, Kanye, he wants to live in Wyoming full time. And then you have Kim who wants to keep their children in California. So there's little hope of reconciliation for the pair. It would have to be a miracle, the source added. But... Kanye does believe in miracles. So as for Kim, she doesn't want to hurt Kanye, though, with the separation. However, she knows she just cannot remain married to him anymore. It's kind of a sad one, Rob, because, you know, many couples go through this. So I don't want to, like, make it salacious just because they're famous. I think it's pretty sad, don't you, that they're breaking up? And I think it's final. Yeah, I think it's final. My sources are telling me this marriage is over. But what I do Mm. like about this is that Kim does not want to be cruel. Kim is not looking here to punish him. It's not going to be a revengeful divorce. I think they're going to try and split and be as amicable as possible. We have to remember, they do have all those children involved. It made me think, though, Mm. is it too late? Like, when you realise how good somebody is, when you realise how much you love them, can you realise that too late? And Mm -hmm. I know we make fun of Kim a lot. We do. We all make fun of her. I get it. I get it. I get it. But I think she's been great for him. I think she's a marvellous, marvellous wife. Mm -hmm. And he's just figured that out. I wish I could shake him because he's figured it out a little bit too late. I know. Has that ever happened with you, Corey, with a boyfriend in a relationship where you just figured out, what have I done? This was a good guy. Oh, sure. We all have that one, maybe two, in our our lives. And for me, too, it was being young enough, too young, I should say, that I didn't have the emotional capacity to understand. So it's usually Mm. about youth. And I think what happens in Kim's case, they're older now. So she recognizes now as an older woman and a mother what's not working for her. And so she's had to analyze that and move on. So I totally get it. I've been in both situations. Moving along, so a real housewife of New Jersey is also admitting that there's some marital problems too. So Melissa Gorga, I like her. She's Teresa's sister-in-law. She's now saying to Us Weekly that there's lots of challenges in her marriage with Joe Gorga. I Mm. know him a little bit. He's quite a character. I've seen him out many, many times and we email every so often. She said it's not been easy. She's a mother of three. She said we're struggling. I'm not sitting here with Us Weekly telling you I'm going to move out the house today, but we are struggling Mm. and it shows on the show. I hit the phones to find out is this real or are they just looking for a storyline? I think it's the 11th season. Can you imagine that? There it is. At this point, they've been on. They weren't on from day one, but they joined pretty early. You've got to keep feeding the beast on these shows. So I do wonder... Is this just a show drama? Insiders say no. With the pandemic, with um, with everything else going on in the world, marriages do have ebbs and flows, mm-hmm. ups and downs. I'm not sure I would want my marriage on a reality show, but I wouldn't want the good parts on, let alone the bad. It's right. just not for me. But I think if you sign up for this, Corey, you sign up. So if this is going to be the way you make your living, they make a good salary, mm-hmm. they have a nice life, you've got to show the bad as well as the good, even if that's uncomfortable. I do agree. But, you know, these people don't really know what's 
what they're in for when they say yes. You know, they sign up because it looks fun. But you know, I've told you before. I think reality shows have been the kiss of death for marriages. Mm. Like Whitney and Bobby. Look at Nick and Jessica. I mean, uh, no. I would run the other way personally. But that's right. that's just me. I agree with you, but by season 11, you got to know what you're doing. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I, I, would, sure. I would cut them a break during season one. Do you know, I was cast in The Gay Housewives. It was called The A-List, though. Well, and I, I know. Oh, mm, mm. I have, yeah. And so yeah, I went yeah. to the auditions, mm-hmm. and they wanted me to do it. And I, I don't think I signed, but I do know I went to the very first taping, and it was in a fabulous penthouse with all these fabulous gay guys Mm -hmm. and I went to the bathroom and I came back out nobody had any pants on all the bartenders were down into Uh, the little thong uh, I said this is not for me (laughs) I I said this is not the show I want oh my god so you do find out very quickly I think I got in trouble for leaving the show but I couldn't do it I have to tell you I couldn't do it well listen I have to tell you really quickly I was approached to do that show as well (gasps) every gay guy I I love it and I I was like and I wanted to do it but Joey was like no ma'am my partner Joe was like no no way. No. Because yeah. Bruce didn't want to do it either. But I was like, you're going to ruin my career. You're yeah. ruining my life. So he agreed reluctantly to do it. And I was like, don't worry. It's not scandalous. It's not all going to be well, disco and jockstrap, honey. And it was. 10 minutes. Bruce didn't go to the party. I know. So I went to the party by myself. And that was going to probably be part of the um, storyline. Like, oh, he's Robert again. Mm. And Bruce never shows up. They have a terrible relationship. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I knew where they were going. <laughs> and then I walked out the bathroom and I said get off this reality show Mm. right now the rest of the party Corey I stood next to the camera so every time somebody tried to shoot me, oh. the camera was in the shot. Oh. They couldn't use it. Oh, I know. you're smart. I know. You're smart. I know. Or I would like I would stand next to a microphone boom, so I'm tall, yeah. so that they couldn't use the footage because <laughs> you'd see the camera crew in my shot. So I said to myself, I couldn't get out the party. I said, I've got to stay another hour. How do I make sure nothing from this party ever airs? You were like, serious, oh, no. honey. You were like, I'm going to no. sit on the cameraman's lap. I can't air that. <laughs> I know. What are you up to? What's going on with little Blue Ivy? Yes, well, little Blue. Blue Ivy Carter models with mom Beyonce. So Blue Ivy Carter, just nine years old, can now add supermodel to her already impressive resume after modeling in a new Adidas collection with her mom. So in one shot, Blue throws up the peace sign. In another, she's shown standing beside her mom in a matching outfit as she pulls the hood of her jacket over her head. And Beyonce's mom, Tina Knowles Lawson, applauded her granddaughter's modeling skills. You see, originally, Blue was not even part of the campaign, and she just kind of inserted herself into it. And I love that. I love that, little Miss Blue. You better work, honey. I don't know, Rob. I is that a future shoot? Is that a, a future superstar in our midst? Oh, what do you think? with that attitude, she's going to run the world. Oh, yeah. She can do anything she wants. Question, though. They've tried to keep the children quite private, mm. and we've certainly respected that. And Beyonce is a queen and knows exactly what she's doing with the media. Now they're slowly opening the door up yeah. to Blue Ivy. Mm-hmm. So I just want to let you know, Beyonce, if you're listening, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> but you can't have it both ways. Like, if Blue Ivy's going to be a public figure... We're going to talk about her. Right, we'll always right. be kind on this show. Of course. But once you open the door up to your children, you can't snap it shut. So just tread carefully. Look at me mm. giving advice to Beyonce. <laughs> Who do I think I am? Hey, before we go to break, we have some big breaking news that we're going to have to get into right now. Mm. We, we're going to delay the break, Corey, because this is too Ooh, important. Okay. Harry and Meghan have been stripped of their royal titles. Ooh. They have been stripped of their titles. Oh. So they will no longer 
be using their titles. Remember, about a year ago, they decided to step away from the family. Yes. A year ago, they decided to step away from the family. They had a grace period of a year mm. to figure out what was going to happen, what was going to go on financially. Mm. I think this is a good thing, and I know it's going to sound cruel, but if you want to leave the family, leave. You can't be in and out. You should leave it. And I think, and I'm not punishing them here, I think they will be happier just to get out of it, get totally out. Mm. What do you think? Well, I think it's going to be an adjustment, but I mean, do they get to keep the money though? I mean, that's kind of what, <laughs> I mean, do I get the coins? Honey, keep your crown, give me the coins. That's how I would look at it. <laughs> they, they said they want to be financially independent, but you would think after Netflix, that $100 million, mm. it's going to take them a while to spend all that. So breaking news wow. here on the show. Boom. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, Corey. We will be right back. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. Culture. And a little bit of... 
Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. It, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, season five, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Shooter with our friend Corey Andrew. Corey, let's get to the polls. Da, da, da. <gasps> Ooh, uh. So yesterday we talked about Claire Crawley, who's the bachelorette. Mm-hmm. She's given Dale Moss one more chance, one more chance. Oh, Claire, <laughs> is she making a big mistake? Mm. Wow, let's have a look. 89% said yes. Wow. It's a mistake. Uh-oh. Where are you, Corey? Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I just... Well, I mean, but she's been kind of all over the place in general. But yeah, I think it's a mistake too. I don't know. I'm hoping, I'm crossing everything I've got, hoping you two work it out. But it doesn't it look doesn't good. Seem hey, good no. Doesn't look good, does it? Don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob, our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now it's time for a nicest. Of the day. Yes, well, you know, Taylor Swift says her boyfriend inspired her to speak politics. Now, Taylor Swift credits her boyfriend, Joe Alwyn, with inspiring her to start dabbling in political activism in recent years. Speaking to Vanity Fair, yes, Swift says it was having the ability to talk about her political views, to talk about them out with her boyfriend, as well as her friends and family that gave her the courage to finally speak out publicly. Now, as a country musician, I was always told it's better to stay out of politics, Swift said. She told the outlet that via email, but I will say she's no longer just a country artist, though. Now she's more of a pop diva, and they tend to be a lot more outspoken, I think. So, you know, I think it makes sense that she's transitioned as a a person, too. Yeah, I do, and I also like it, too, that she's found somebody that she's found somebody who really encourages her to be herself. Mm -hmm. Bruce brings out the best in me, and he lets me know all the time that if I think something, believe in it and say it Mm -hmm. like you mean it, as our friend Wendy would say. Oh, I'm on Wendy's show on Monday, everybody. If you're watching TV on Monday morning at 10 o'clock, how you doing? You'll see my... My handsome face. Your your svelte skinny face. Skinny, skinny, skinny. (laughs) Let's do our naughtiest of the day. Naughty, naughty, naughty. naughty. Lady Gaga fired her director via email. So Laurie Ann Gibson, I know her. She Mm. used to work with Alicia Keys and so did I. She's lots and lots of fun. Laurie Ann was Lady Gaga's creative director and she said she got fired by email Mm. because the people around Gaga thought she was trying to steal the spotlight. She said the following quote, 
Gaga fired me in an email. I'm not even sure she wrote it herself. Mm. I don't like this. I love you, Gaga, but I think, I don't know. Have you ever been fired by email? I think I've, I've been fired a lot. I don't, <laughs> I don't have to think about that. I know that. But it's always been in person. Yeah. Always in person. No, yeah, I, I can't say that's happened. Now, we talked about me getting dumped by voicemail, which is sort of similar. Terrible. But no, never oh, fired by <laughs> Never fired by it's terrible. Yeah, it was. It's terrible. It's it terrible. Was. You're our naughtiest of the day. And now it's time for... A moment of Rob. Yay. You get a Rob, you get a Rob, you get a Rob. Be honest with yourself about where and how all your friends, everybody fit into your life. Think about the sliding and ever-changing scales of friendship from being a total stranger to being a best friend. Hmm. It's natural to have ebbs and flows in relationship. Don't fight them. Enjoy them. Hmm. What do you think? Oh, I agree. Ups and downs. We're supposed to disagree sometimes. But don't end a relationship over it. Just work it out. Right? That's how I look at yes. it. Yes. And and don't worry about always staying best friends. Like, I have these flows where there's moments that I see a lot of, of, of people and then there's months I go that I don't see them at all. And all that's natural. We get busy and not just mm -hmm. our lives are busy, their lives are too. Yep. So let's cut everybody a break. And instead of falling out, why would I get rid of somebody who I want to be my best friend just because they can't spend that much time with me? I'll take any minute I can get. Yeah. So I'm quite comfortable with the flows of relationships. And I think... I think it's made me much, much happier. Hey, that's it for today. Thank hey. you, Corey. You make me happy. Oh, thank, thank you so you. much for joining us every Friday. Thank you for listening to the Naughty But Nice with Rob and Corey show, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Leave us a review. And remember, if you're going to be naughty, you've, you've got, got to, to be, be nice. nice. Take care, everybody. Cheers. It's Naughty But Nice with Rob. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net.